Welcome back to Growing in His Word, man. And last week was a radical sermon. We talked about the togetherness in Acts chapter 1. We talked about the land, what Judas used to buy the land. Listen, the Holy Spirit is coming now. It's the 50th day after. Amazing times are going to happen. Things are going to go crazy. This is going to be a radical message. I'm going to tell you something right now. This is probably the most amazing message you'll ever apply to your life. Listen, you as a believer need to understand that the Holy Spirit is real. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna. The Holy Spirit is here now. He's going to teach and he's going to show you the Acts chapter 2. This is Pastor Joseph and welcome to Growing in His Word. God bless you guys and and listen, man, we're in John, we're in, not John, sorry, we finished that last month. We're in Acts chapter 2, and it's a radical chapter. Listen, you guys are going to be blown away. This is the most famous message that God ever preached. I am so excited to go verse by verse, and we're going to talk about how this applies to our lives. And listen, you go to church, you go to these podcasts, but you're never going to learn 90% of the time, on this day, what the Holy Spirit really means to your life. Because I've been to a lot of churches, man, and I've never really heard this sermon. Here it comes, man. Are you guys ready? <laughs> Holy Spirit, Father Jesus, name. Come, Father, now and fill this place. Lord, may you guide, Lord, by your name, in Jesus' name, your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Listen. This, 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 this chapter 2, man, is the coming of the Holy Spirit. And, and chapter 2 is an amazing chapter because last week we talked about how the men accompanied and, and the Holy Spirit was working through them and, and, and Jesus went out among before us and he, bapt, he was baptized by John. But we need to understand how the Holy Spirit now works in our life because being baptized of the Holy Spirit and being baptized by water is two different things. But we're going to talk about something else that's more amazing. And it's this. Listen. Listen. Acts chapter 2, growing in His Word, was made to go verse by verse and, and let the Holy Spirit work. And that's what we're going to do, man. Listen. Acts chapter 2 says, When the day of Pentecost... Had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. They were all together. Now, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Now listen, listen. Pentecost was one of the three major Jewish festivals. The other two are the Passover and the Feast of Tabernacles. Now, so from the Greek word, it means 50. Now, 50, Pentecost was so named because it fell on the 50th day after the Sabbath of the Passover, Pesach. Now, Pentecost was also known as the Feast of Weeks. So the first fruits of the wheat harvest and that day, and the day of the first fruits during, listen, during the harvest celebration, the Jews brought to God the first fruits of their harvest in Thanksgiving. Now, expecting that God will give the rest of the harvest as His blessing. Now, listen to this. This particular day of Pentecost was the, first, was the day of the first fruits of Christ's church. The beginning of the great harvest of many people's souls who would come to know 
Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and be joined together. Now, throughout the work of the Holy Spirit, you're going to see how He works and how it works and how the Holy Spirit works in your life. A lot of believers don't understand how the Holy Spirit works. They don't understand the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. I've been to churches where these you know, people come up and say, Oh, Jesus Christ was a Jew? It's like, yeah, man. He was, he was the King of Jews. But He was also God. And He was also the Father. And He was also the Son. And He's also the Holy Spirit. Now listen. It gets interesting. Because this is radical. Listen. The day of Pentecost had fully come. And they were with one accord... In one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared them divided tongues as of fire. And as one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Listen. And they begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Utterance meaning... The Holy Spirit worked through man. Man didn't work through the Holy Spirit. Let me repeat that. Listen. It is the gift of the Holy Spirit that Christians and, and, and believers don't understand a lot of them. You might be you know, hey, you don't accuse me of being a Christian, no, a, a baby Christian. No, listen. Growing in His Word was made to teach. What I'm saying is, the Holy Spirit did the work while the man rests in the Holy Spirit. I was invited years ago to a church to speak and my wife and I were there and I was p- preaching on the, on the pulpit and I noticed everybody was speaking in tongues. Everybody! <laughs> and I'm like, hey man, that's, that's pretty cool, but listen, I don't think that's how the Holy Spirit works. We need an interpreter. We need someone to interpret interpret. The Holy Spirit. That's how it works. It's a gift. But God was working and He still is. That's the sad part today, people. On this podcast, I'm telling you, the sad part is is people don't believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. Some people. And they don't, they underestimate the power of the Holy Spirit. Then they, then they compete with the with the tongues and, and, and so forth. I'm done preaching. I go downstairs to go eat some food downstairs in the kitchen. I see my wife down there and the women are competing with each other. My wife's like, and what are you trying to say? And they looked at her like, oh, if you don't speak t- tongues and you're not part of the church. That's an outright lie. That's a lying tongue. Listen, Jesus never casts out anybody. He doesn't want to cast you out. We cast ourselves out by not choosing His only begotten Son. Listen, listen to this. Because the crowd's response is crazy. In verse 5 it says, And they were dwelling in Jerusalem. Jews, devout men from every nation were there. Listen, under heaven. And verse 6 says, And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused. Well, who causes confusion? Satan, not God. Watch this. Because because everyone heard them speak in his own language. You got all these people from different countries. And the Holy Spirit's allowing them 
to understand each other in one language. Listen, it's a gift. It really is. Okay? Then they were all amazed and marveled, laughing, saying to one another, Wow, look, are not all these who speak Galileans? Uh, Galileans? And then listen to this in verse 8. And how is it that we hear each hear each in our own language, and we were born, in verse 9 says, Parathians and Medes and Elamites, those who dwell in Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, and uh, uh, and uh, Pyrigia. Uh, Listen to this. These are these are hard words to say, but you know what? It's Pamphylia, okay? Comma Egypt and parts of Libya, adjoining Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them speaking in our own language, in tongues, the wonderful works of God. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, "Whatever could, what could this mean? Others were mocked and said they were full of wine and drunk. Listen, I want to talk to you about something very important. Are you ready for this? You guys, grab your seats. Here we go. You ready for this? Here we go. Number one, I want to tell you something right now. It's going to blow your mind. It's amazing. You're going to learn so much right now because the Holy Spirit's working. Listen. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, believers are saved. They're filled, sealed, and sanctified. The Holy Spirit reveals God's thoughts, teaches and guides believers into all truth, including, listen to this, knowledge of what it is to come. The Holy Spirit also helps Christians in their weakness. When you're struggling, the Holy Spirit intercedes for them. Listen to this. Get your notepads. On this podcast, I want you to listen to this. There's 10 ways that the Holy Spirit's going to help you. 10 ways. The Holy Spirit is a helper who teaches and reminds us that God loves us. In John 14, 26, Jesus told his disciples, The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring you to remembrance all that I have said to you. John 14, 26, the Greek word is parakletos. Listen, it's the helper. He helps us. He's the counselor, advocate. He's our counsel, the Holy Spirit. Listen. He provides wise counsel to us, to all of us followers. But Jesus knew he would be going away and that his followers would need the Holy Spirit as a helper. He didn't just leave us bunk and on the street with nothing. He left his helper. Please listen to me. He left his helper. The Holy Spirit is a helper and an advocate to remind us of his teachings. You're thinking, wow, that's a lot. Oh, we just got warmed up, man. You're going to get the real meaning of the Holy Spirit. You might as well just record this sermon because here it goes. It convicts the world of sin, the Holy Spirit does. Did you know that? We don't need man to come up to us and say, hey, quit drinking that beer. We just need to live a life for Christ and let the Holy Spirit convict non-believers. You don't need to go to bars and scream at people. Hey, you drunkard, get out of there! 
No, let the Holy Spirit in you convict, but be the witness, be the light. In addition, it provides wise counsel, like attorneys, how they provide evidence used to convict criminals. But in a similar fashion, the Holy Spirit will, will prove the sin. It, it says, you're the one, you did it. We don't need no one to tell us. Therefore, Romans chapter 8 and 9 says, Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. You don't need to be condemned. If you are walking in Christ, you don't have to be condemned. Jesus Christ will convict you of your sins. Righteousness and judgment of the world. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away, Jesus said. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. John says that in John chapter 16, verse 7 through 8. Listen. The Holy Spirit dwells in believers and fills them. People always say, Pastor Joseph, how do you blah, blah, blah. I don't do anything. One guy walked up there and looked at my Bible on the pulpit one day and said, dude, how do you do that? He's just like reading my Bible. I said, what are you talking about? How do you convince people to have Jesus? How did you make me feel so good? I said, dude, what are you... What are you talking about? This ain't the man. You're insulting me, bro. How do you turn people to Christ? I said, I don't do anything. It's the Holy Spirit who dwells in us and fills us. It's God's presence in the the lives of believers. Are you a believer? Then the Holy Spirit is in you. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you, it says? 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. You ready? No takers. Listen. Number four, the Holy Spirit is a source of revelation, wisdom, and power. Not the power where we hold snakes on pulpits and let it bite us and then pretend that, oh, Jesus is going to heal us. No, man. We don't hold venomous snakes. We don't play with God's mercy and power. These are the things that God has revealed to us by His Spirit. Listen. Number one, the Spirit searches all things. Even the deepest things of God. Listen. For who knows a per, who know, He knows your thoughts. Listen to this. He knows a person's thoughts except for their own, listen, their own spirit in them. In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. God gives His followers the Holy Spirit so that we may know Him better. And the reason why I'm hitting on this so hard is because I get it all the time. Everybody has a problem. Why don't you let the Holy Spirit work in you? It's amazing. Well, he's getting too spiritual. No, man. I'm saying depend on the Holy Spirit, one of the characteristics of Jesus Christ. He left it to us for a reason, for a season, until he returns. God gives his Holy Spirit to us followers so we may know him better because the Holy Spirit is God's spirit and knows the thoughts of God and reveals those thoughts to believers the Holy Spirit opens believers eyes to hope the salvation and the inheritance that they have in Christ Jesus knew that his disciples would need the power to carry out their mission to be witnesses to the entire world but Jesus told his disciples You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all 
Judea and Samaria. Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Acts 1.8. I just preached that. Listen. They thought in verse 14 in Acts here, we're back to Acts, that Peter, well, they were all drunk. But Peter standing up with the eleven raised his voice and said to them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words, for they are not drunk, as you suppose, since it's only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, in the last days, I think we're getting near there. <laughs> it, it's coming to the that says God, not me, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all the flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall see dreams. And on my and on my men servants and on my maid servants I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. Listen, I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And verse twenty one says, and it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Wow, are you kidding me? How radical. <clears throat> How radical. It's amazing. It's amazing what the Holy Spirit will do and how He works. The Holy Spirit guides to all truth, including the knowledge of what is to come. I mean, you may think this is boring, but, but it's not. It's actually the best chapter in the whole Bible. Why? Because the Holy Spirit tells what is yet to come? The Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of Truth because He guides believers into all truth. He gives us spiritual gifts. He shows us and He seals, he seals the believers. He takes the seal like a Roman soldier with wax. You know the wax seals that they had? They'd write on these, the kings, the kings would have these letters to bring out to the other soldiers. And they would have these seals in wax. And they would wax them on the envelope. And if the guy that took the, 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 the envelope and opened it, well, they'd cut the guys, they'd kill them. He sealed them. God's not going to kill you. But he's, you're sealed. The Holy Spirit is a mark of, of adoption. As God's children, Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to His followers so they could be confident in their salvation. And so, the Holy Spirit helps when we're weak, intercedes for us. We need to take it before God. Listen, when we feel weak, what do we do? We knock on doors and we complain or we hold it in. We don't let it out. We don't talk about it. And we don't tell people that Help me or talk to me. We, we either go to the bottle or we go to our sins and we go to this, we go to that. Let's fix it. How do we fix it? These are the things that Jesus left for you to be fixed. It's called, it's called the Holy Spirit helps us with God when, when these times are coming. He intercedes for us. In a way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. Listen. 
The Holy Spirit makes believers new and He gives us eternal life. The Holy Spirit works in the lives of believers to renew and sanctify and make us holy. Just as the Holy Spirit raised Christ from the dead, the Holy Spirit will give eternal life to believers in Christ. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of the sin, the spiritual, the Spirit gives life because of the righteousness. So, if you're drinking your life to death and you're dying of cirrhosis of the liver and you're not going to, you may be dead, hey, you may kill your mortal body, but you can live forever if you receive Jesus Christ. Listen, and if the Spirit of whom raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his Spirit who lives in you. Does he live in you? That's the question. He's got to live in you. And number 10, the Holy Spirit sanctifies and enables believers to bear good fruit in their lives. That's how you know when a believer is saved. He's bearing fruit. The work of the Holy Spirit in a Christian's life is an ongoing process, man. We're always going back and forth, like a ping pong ball. It's a process of becoming holy through sanctification. Through the conviction and power of the Holy Spirit, believers will not indulge in the sinful acts of the flesh. Galatians 5.16-21 through 21, But will bear the good fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5.23 You see? We're coming up, man, in our life where we need to realize He saved us through the rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom He's poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Titus, God chose you as His first fruits to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through belief and in truth. And the only way through it is by you saying, Man, I want Jesus, and I want the Holy Spirit that He left me. Man, Jesus isn't a liar. Is God a liar? Ask yourself. No, then you can be cleansed. You can start over. You don't need man to tell you nothing. You need Jesus, God, to convict you of your sins. Not me. Not me. There's no way I can convict anybody. But God says, listen, if you love me, you will drink of me. Listen, are you drinking? Are you drinking of him? Here they thought they were drunk. Peter's saying, are you, are you stupid? I ain't drunk. We're not drunk. We're from different countries. And we all know what the same page is. It's called, be on the same page as Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit will put you on the same page. He loves you. He died for you. He wants to know you. Verse 22 says, Men of Israel, hear these words, Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did through him in your midst. He did it in front of you. <laughs> he, it's all there. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. 40 days after he, he, he dies and then he raises and then he stays with them for 40 days. Eats with them. Shows more miracles. Well, I mean, what do you 
<laughs> what can you ever want, man? It's all there. <laughs> it's my favorite chapter. God did it through him in your midst, as you yourself also know him, being delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God. He already knew, man. God already knew. You have taken by lawless hands, have crucified and put to death, whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be held by it. For David says concerning these things, are you ready? Are you ready, man? This is awesome because (laughs) we're going to end here almost. Listen. I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is at my right hand that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart rejoiced, and my tongue was glad. Moreover, my flesh also rests in hope. For you will not leave my soul in Hades. And he won't, because he loves you. Nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. You have made known to me the way of life. You will make me full of joy in your presence. Wow. Are you kidding me? Men and brethren, let me speak freely to you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried in his tomb, is with us until this day. Listen, are you kidding me, man? God is never, he's never going to leave you. He said it right there. He'll never leave you in hell. But you got to receive him. You got to say, listen, I'm tired. I don't want to live a life like this anymore. I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to drown my sorrows. I, I wanna I wanna become like you, Lord. Save me. I ran this I ran a nasty life. Yes, I know this. I've been through this, I've been through that, I know this. But Lord, cleanse me now. Teach me now, Lord. Show me. It's never too late. Whoever's listening to this podcast, it's never too late. Listen, it's never too late for you to repent. And come to the Lord Jesus and say, Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Because if you do that, Jesus Christ will cleanse you. He will give you a new life. He will give you a new soul. He'll he'll bless you. He'll take care of your soul. He will give you a new name. You will be his and he will be yours. And you together, you guys will be together forever in eternity. Jesus Christ will heal you. Listen, the church is starting out in the book of Acts. It's an exciting time. Right now is an exciting time. Look around you. God wants to use you. Fellow believer, listen to me. The virus is almost over now. What have you learned in seven months, eight months to a year? What has God put on your heart? Get out there and do what God has put on your heart. This is the time for revival. This is the time for us believers to get out there and seek God And start being a doer of the word, not only a hearer. Father, we come before you, Lord Jesus, by your Holy Spirit. We ask you now, Lord, that you use each and every person on this podcast that hears the message, Father, and goes out and bees about your business. Whether it's the neighbor, whether it's work, whatever it may be, Lord. We pray, Jesus, Holy Spirit, work, Father. We trust in you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Holy Spirit. We need you, Holy Spirit. We ask, Father, that you walk for us, talk for us, speak for us. 
be the eyes, the ears, the feet, the mouth. Father, use us for your glory, Lord Jesus. We love you, Father. We thank you. And now we just pray right now that if anyone hears this sermon, Father, that they say, Lord, I'm done with my life. I want to come to you. Lord, I want to repent right now. Just repeat this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. I'm a sinner. Lord, I want to turn from my sins right now and repent and come to you, Lord. Lord, I want to live a new life in you. I want to stop my old ways. I want to repent and I want to move forward with you, Father. Read my Bible. Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. I want to be a born again and receive you as my Lord and personal Savior, Jesus. If you prayed that prayer, listen to this. Growing in His Word is here for you. Go to growinginhisword.com and click on Bible Studies. And there you will find our Bible studies. Listen. There you will find our podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on every podcast you can think of. Google growinginhisword.com and everything will come up. It's all there for you. You can grow, you can show, and you can know that Jesus Christ is in love with you. And if you prayed that prayer, welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. Now go find a non-denominational church and enjoy God's word. We love you. God bless you guys. And remember, Jesus has a plan for you. No matter what you're going through, he's there for you. And he will remove your sins. And he will bury them in the bottom of the abyss. And he'll never bring them back up again. God bless you guys. And thank you for growing in his word.com.